Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seattle cracking her in town, and this is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. You know who's having a good day today? Jimbo Fisher, the former head coach of Texas A&M, got a massive uh, buyout. How massive? Just think about this for a second. $26,300 a day for the next eight years not to coach at Texas A&M. This is Oilers Now. Full preview coming up. First half hour of the show. Uh, the Oilers with some machinations cap-wise. Puckpedia's Hart Levine is going to join us at 3.45. A sit-down one-on-one conversation with Oilers forward. Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, will discuss the Oilers coaching change. It's saw Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson be relieved of their duties on Sunday and uh Transitioning into Chris Knobloch and Paul Coffey. Oilers winning Monday 4-1 over the Islanders. They beat uh, the Seattle Kraken 4-1 on Saturday. Seattle wasn't very good in that game. They only had four shots on goal. For Abe's Door Service, one of the most plugged-in men in the business, Elliot Friedman at 4.05. And we'll have our farm report from Condor's general manager, Keith Gretzky, at 4.35. Of course, you can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. Gear up for winter on Fridays and Saturdays. Win your share of up to 120000 in cash and prizes. Must be 18-plus. See rules and regulations for full details. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com. We go to today's top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Chris Knobloch's second game coaching the Edmonton Oilers tonight as we go into the Oilers now. Audio vault for direct workwear. Check out Direct Workwear's new FR Parker with enhanced warming features, only $270. Chris Knobloch had these thoughts on uh, getting the season going in the right direction. There's no magical uh, switch. It's nothing that's, no, we need to do this. Um, I don't know. It's just the mindset of just getting better each day. And, you know, we're approached 
Um, first couple of days was defensive zone coverage. Um, a little bit of our line rush against. Obviously, we wanted to become better defensively, giving up more or fewer chances. Um, but we want to get better on our uh, our face-off assignments. Uh, maybe we're trying to create some scoring chances off the offensive zone face-offs. Uh, how we create chances off the rush. Um, you know, all those things we want to get better. Um, certainly not happy with anything. And even when we're you know, if we were fortunate enough to be on a 10-game winning streak, we're always looking to get better something. So right now it's, we I mentioned those things that we're working on. Now we're going to be moving on, maybe some more offensive principles. And meanwhile, Knobloch uh, was asked today how he earns a player's respect. Treat them like people. I treat them like the way I want to be uh, treated. Um, I just feel that you, you're open, you're honest with them. Um, it's so easy, as I, I know, parenting or coaching, it's so easy to point out negatives. Um, you want a correction, you point that out, that's a negative. And, but um, so easy, it's, for, to, it's so easy to point out all the positives that they're doing. And I try and go out of my way to encourage them to be doing things the right way and the best way is uh, that positive reinforcement. So, you know, it's... And then when I do need to correct something and I need to, need to address something, I want them to know that, oh, it, it is fair. He does recognize the things that I do well, so he's not just picking on me. He must have a valid point. Let's, yeah, I'll try and work on that. So it's, it sounds like an easy philosophy. It's not that easy, but that's kind of the way I, I approach it. That's Chris Knobloch, the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Evander Kane spoke today on his early impressions on Knobloch. He's, uh, he definitely has a, a calming presence. Um, you know, he, he's come in and, and quietly kind of implemented a few small tweaks uh, to our game. Um, obviously, uh, being with Woody for the last couple of couple of seasons, um, you know, we've, we, we did a lot of things uh, the same way for a long time and are kind of used to that. And, and I don't think he's trying to come in here and, and change too much, but just give us maybe uh, some different ideas and some different looks that can maybe help us... Uh, get rolling here and, and obviously uh, the other night I thought we did a good job of sticking with uh, the game plan we wanted to execute um, we didn't have it early but uh, we stuck with it and didn't make any of those big mistakes so uh, we got rewarded that is the Edmonton Oilers of Andrew Kane. It's 3.43 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Derek Scott with you on Oilers now. And uh, the Edmonton Oilers made uh, some roster moves. We'll discuss that coming up in about uh, three minutes' time with Hart Levine. But we will tell you the Edmonton Oilers have placed uh, both Matthias Yamark and Dylan Holloway on LTIR. Here is Chris Knobloch on Oilers forward Dylan Holloway unfortunate and uh, it sounded like he was starting to build a pretty solid game um, obviously he had a really strong one in Seattle I was very impressed with how he was playing in my my game and uh, unfortunately crashed in the boards injured and um, lower body and he's week to week <coughs> excuse me week to week that is Chris Knobloch talking about Dylan Holloway. That's our Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. We will discuss the rest of the Oilers uh, roster machinations when we return as we hook up with Hart Levine from Puckpedia. It's 344 at Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, everybody. The Edmonton Oilers made a flurry of moves today at 348 in Edmonton. They put Dylan Holloway and uh, Matthias Janmark on LTIR, recalled Raphael Lavoie, who was the side of the minors yesterday, paper transaction, as well as Adam Ernie, who was actually minus three in last night's game against Calgary, uh, and brought up Philip Broberg as well. To discuss this is Puckpedia's Hart Levine. Oilers now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Hart, you're a good man because you joined us on your holiday. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Anytime. All right. So uh, perhaps explain what the Oilers did here, because if you go to capfriendly.com or Puckpedia, you will see that the Edmonton Oilers are indeed now in LTIR. Well, definitely you should go to puckpedia.com. And, yeah, you'll see that uh, they, they only had room for they, – after setting Lavoie down, they had room to call one person up. Um, and if, so that means if Connor Brown wasn't healthy – um, they would they would have been short a player today. So by by needing a second player, the only way to do that was going into LTIR. They have uh, two guys that are eligible. Um, Holloway sounds like he's out a few months, and Matthias Janmark sounds like he's, his injury will keep him out the required um, ten games and twenty four days. So in order to then utilize LTIR, they had to sort of set the roster the right way. Um, the tricky part of it was Broberg. He has performance bonuses. So if he was not on the roster when they officially entered LTIR, he's going to actually count for his regular $863,000 cap it plus an additional $850,000 for his performance bonuses. But if he's on the roster when they go in LTIR, he's just his regular eight sixty three. So that was sort of the tricky part. That's, I think, part of why Lavoie went set down yesterday. They actually needed Broberg on the roster instead of Lavoie when they were setting it. So they might as well send Lavoie down yesterday, bank a little bit of cap space potentially for later in the season. So the order of how things work today is first they called up Broberg, then they put Yanmark and um, Holloway on LTIR, entered LTIR, then they called up uh, Lavoie and Ernie. And the question might be, well, why do they need so many extra guys? And the answer is that they are needed to go in LTIR to get a second guy up. And once you're in LTIR, cap space does not accrue. They have room for it, for the third guy to come up, so you might as well call him up, have him for the road trip coming up, um, because it provides no benefit once you're in LTIR to, to have some space remaining in LTIR. All right, so basically here, have they kind of paused the cap space, uh, uh, you know, that they have? Is that the best way to term this? Exactly. So when you're in LTIR, you no longer accrue cap space. So the cap space that they'd accrued, they'd, they'd accrued a little bit of cap space up until that point in the season. That is now set aside, basically. It does not help them at all um, while they're using LTIR. Once they're done with LTIR, let's say that, um, Yanmark is healthy, and um, even if Holloway's not healthy yet, maybe they can still send enough. Maybe that's their only injured player. They can send guys down and, and get back under the cap. As soon as they can get back under the cap and they can exit LTIR, then they'll start accruing cap space again. And that's when the space they accrued before um, today they can utilize, and they can start accruing more. But, I mean, really, if they're going to accrue some meaningful cap space to be able to turn it into something, 
they're not going to be able to be an LTIR for long. Like, you know, really, they can maybe be in it for about a month or so. Um, anything more than that, they're not going to really be occurring much cap season time for the deadline. So that's kind of the, the crunch here. See what kind of injuries they have or their health situation, you know, in a month or two. Um, because if it's just Holloway, they, you know, they, like, just like when they started the season, they had one extra player. So that one extra player is Holloway, they can get back under um, and start accruing a little bit more space. And when I was doing some math, when they first sent Campbell down um, for Pickard, they were actually in a spot where, um, you know, they could potentially get up to uh, six, 700,000 of projected cap space. And if they had that, uh, carried that for a while by the deadline, that could actually be turned into about 3 million of uh, the cap that you could add. But uh, the longer they stay in LTR, the longer, or the more that gets eaten into, um, and they'll have less options at the deadline. Is the CBA, CBA too inflexible? Like, how many teams are in LTR are right now? Like, 13, 14, 15 teams? Uh, no, I think we're up to about 19 right now. Um, yeah, and last year last year was the record we got up to 19. I mean, I would be I would be I would think we're going to set a new new record each year. Or last year we set a new record for teams that have entered LTIR. Um, I do think it's it's flexible. I think both in how it works and all. I think it's just way too complicated. I mean, it's hard for m- most fans and even people that work in hockey to really understand the intricacies of LTIR. Um, and you know, obviously, there's some ways that can kind of be um, you know gained a little bit for teams' benefit during the season. And as we we've seen what happens when um, teams can all of a sudden have guys be ready for the playoffs. So I think there's something to the, the, the idea of like maybe simplifying it, cleaning it up a little bit. Um, and, and yeah, pro- providing some space. I mean, I'll think so that I would think that over the next few years, the cap, the cap increases more each year. We would hopefully have less teams that are so tight to the cap that they have to use LTI. I think, you know, the last few years is definitely a function of the, the cap being so tight. Yeah, absolutely. Hart, how do people follow your stuff? Uh, follow on Twitter at PuckPD and go to the website PuckPD.com. Thank you for joining us and providing us an explanation. My pleasure. Thanks. You bet. That's PuckPedia's Hart Levine. Uh, he is our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. All right, without further ado, let's get to our sit-down conversation with Edmonton Oilers forward Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ryan, you were uh, the longest-serving player on this team. You've gone through a few of these changes. Did you notice anything, any discernible difference in the tenor or anything like that? Uh, you know, obviously, it's it's got to be a, a – it's probably a little bit surprising for you guys. It was certainly surprising for the media. But uh, just, you know, how did it go on Monday night with uh, Chris Knobloch? Um Yeah, I mean, obviously um, – we were all a little bit surprised and um, took that kind of whole Sunday to uh, let it sink in. But, I mean, um, as players, you definitely feel responsible. and um, So it, it stings you, but uh, there's nothing you can do but wake up uh, the next day and go meet your new boss and, and try, to, try to play your best for him. And I thought we did a good job of uh, just, just playing our game. Um, uh, it took probably a few shots just to kind of get their energy going but uh, I think once we did uh, we found our game again and um, I thought we played a pretty solid game for him um, it was obviously it's, it's nice to start with a new coach with a win 
known Chris since 99 when he showed up at the U of A. I actually saw him play with the uh, Edmonton Ice in 96. But just uh, to me, he's always been understated, quiet. Uh, I wouldn't say reserved, but calm. Mm-hmm. Did you get that sense during the game? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, even our first couple meetings, uh, was kind of the, uh, uh, the vibe, I guess, he... he um, put out there he just seems uh, like a smart guy um, pretty even keel I mean obviously it's early but uh, seems pretty even keel and um, uh, on the bench it was the same uh, he just uh, was very uh, controlled in uh, who he was putting out uh, he knew exactly who he wanted out at the at at the time so um, I think uh, obviously as a coach being able to be calm like that I think can uh, go a long way for you you guys beat Seattle 4-1 on Saturday they had nothing going I mean it was a 4-0 game four shots on goal second period they didn't play well uh, last year you beat them in Seattle they came back and went in the same week and took it to you pretty good just the thought on uh, tonight's matchup and they're going to have some better players back in the lineup as well we know they're going to come out hard for sure uh, we, we got to expect that especially early um, uh, prepare for a, a quick start uh, be mentally engaged right away um, uh, I know they're coming off a couple losses here so uh, they're going to want to bounce back and at the same time uh, we're, we're, we're a desperate team in here and uh, we've put two together now but uh, uh, we're still looking to, to continue to grow our game and uh, start stringing some together here so um, I know that they're desperate. Uh, we're in the same boat, so I uh, expect, uh, expect a quick start, and we just got to build it from there. That's Brian Nugent Hopkins of the Edmonton Oilers. Let's go to Oilers game day trivia at 357. It is presented by Pro-Am Sports. Fan cave and fan gear specialists for all budgets. All correct answers are entered to win an original autographed seat back from the Northlands Coliseum. It's signed by 12 legendary Oilers, including Grant Fear, Mark Messi, and more. Check out proamsports.ca or visit 127-28 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. It's kind of sort of a hard question. Uh, because you'd have to be a listener to the show to get it. Last season, Cam Moon and myself went out into uh, Ottawa to watch the 67s play, and there was a 20-year-old that scored four goals. He did not sign with the Oilers, despite the fact that he'd previously played for the Hamilton Bulldogs and Steve Stales. Instead, he signed with the Kraken organization, and he's off to a great start in Coachella Valley. Who is that player? You text us the correct answer on the Ashley Pine Flores text line, 780-496-0063, for bragging rights and uh, to get in a draw for the autographed seat back from Northlands Coliseum. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, back with one of the most plugged-in men of the business for Abe's Door Service from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Elliot Friedman. You're listening to to Oilers now. It's 3.58 in Edmonton.